I want to ask Stab a question from his shower incident, yeah? Does she have the right <laughs> to be upset with you yes. because you went and got an external no, no, somebody to go and get She can be upset I took so long. But she can't be upset that you did the thing that you said that she can't do. Even though she was right to go and get somebody, she would have been right to go and get somebody else to do it. She would have been right. What? If you, but you can't fix it. It's, that's not the reason. No, no, no. It's not about whether you can or can't do something. So this is a pure ego thing. Life is ego, fam. So if she asked you, does she have to ask your permission <laughs> now? Gotta get that out the is, t-shirt. That is a t-shirt. I was about to say that. <laughs> that's a t-shirt. a t-shirt for real. Life is ego, fam. If you'd have seen the light bulb that just came up, and simple Simon said it was like, oh my god, yes. You know what's the intro already now? Isn't it? But anyway. <laughs> Yo, 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 yo. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and dogs, rodents and other small insects. Welcome to Eloquently Saying Nothing. This is episode number 14 uh, of season two. I'm Stavros Boss. Nice to meet you. Who else we got in the room? While I was in the building, people, what's good? This is Mr. Wolf in the house. Good to be here as per usual. Yo, 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 yo. Simple Simon's in the building. You heard? Knew a girl named Nikki, I guess you could call her a sex fiend. Met her in the hotel lobby, she was masturbating with a magazine. She asked me how would I like to spend a little time, and I couldn't resist when I saw little Nikki grind. What's going on? Episode 14. Shit. Prince, Under yeah. her skirt is clean. She boy, Webs. Yeah. What act of pornography was that, bro? That was Prince, little Nicky. Oh. I would have picked a more different Prince, though. A more oh. different? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> a mo- I pick a more alive. A more different Prince. <laughs> more alive. That is Prince. one of Prince's best songs. It's some, so what was it today, anniversary of Prince something? Because I keep seeing people posting stuff up. Is it one of his albums or something? Yes. Which one? I think it's per, per anniversary of Purple Rain. Purple Rain, Purple Rain. Big tune. Okay. Um, neither of you can sing, by the way. I don't care. I just want you both to know that. I'm I still, never I'm still gonna go solo. Um, <laughs> Webs. Yes, Mister Wolf. I'm looking at these tattoos that you got on the uh, on your forearm. Yes. Are they uh, are they new or what's going on, man? They are not new. Can you talk about it? No. <laughs> you bastard you. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody wants to know about my tattoos. Tattoos they can't see. They look like some hieroglyphics things. That's what, exactly what they are. They are Sanskrit. Okay. Good for you. Now, ask him if he's got any Yoruba on his body. Yes. Where? And his shoulder or something, innit? Why, yes. why, why does Wahala know this? Because I asked him the other day when I saw the hierog- whatever hieroglyphics, I asked him, <laughs> do you have any Yoruba on your, leg, on your feet? Because I was cussing. And he mm. told me what he did, and then he showed me what the, uh, the words were. And you know what? Let's talk about tattoos, because two people here have tattoos. Sorry, what were you going to say? Nothing. Oh, good. All right, two people here have tattoos. Uh, Bitch. I, I believe. Mr. Wolf, a.k.a. the Iceman. A.k.a. And um, under, the dog. Under, the dog. under the dog. Under the dog. Under the dog. Under the dog. A.k.a. Simple Simon. Would the call of the dog. Hold on, have, have we even done all the intros? 
Yeah. Yeah, that would be Joseph. Come on. Oh wow. Okay, a uh, simple Simon. Would you get would you get tattooed? Um, no, I wouldn't. Why not? What reason? Um I don't know, I'm quite funny about them kind of things. I don't I don't I don't see what it is I could get that would still mean the same thing to me in ten years time that it means to me now. I think um these tattoos and stuff tend to be quite spare of the moment a lot of the time. Ideas. And um, at some point in their life, people normally regret them, even if they don't, if they do it silently. I don't know why, but that's how I feel about it. So no, my skin is clean. Rohala, would you get a tattoo? No. Why not? I don't understand the purpose of them. I don't see the point of them. So no. If I was going to get a tattoo, I'd rather get the tribal mark that we were saying that we wouldn't get <laughs> than the tattoo. Um, I've got to be honest. That was part of the reason why I didn't get a tattoo. Sorry, Simple Simon's reason. That's part of the reason why I didn't get a tattoo early on in my years. And then know. what happened? Midlife crisis. Nah, I mean, I, I always wanted to get something that meant something to me. You know, something that in 10 years that I could look at and s- still feel comfortable with it. I remember uh, years ago when the ESN debate page was going on on Facebook and they were talking about tattoos on the back. And every person that... um kind of made fun of the ideas of a tattoo on the back. I agreed with it. I've actually got a tattoo on my back. And that's, I wish that tattoo was somewhere else. I was going to ask the tattooed fellas if you regret any anything about your tattoo. So your tattoo on the back there, what, what happened? Why? I had it done in Mexico with my ex. We went to Mexico and it oh, was kind oh of a... It so that was a spare the moment thing then? No, because... Well, you didn't plan to do it over there, did you? We didn't plan to do it there. Or I didn't plan to do I it there. I love you. You love me. Let's put tattoos together. Match <laughs> <laughs> Under the door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I always wanted to get that particular tattoo. What is it's it? Just, it's a crucifix with the word faith underneath it. And um, I've got a lot of faith. That's my... Thing. I've got a lot of faith in God and things Why is like it on that. your back? Well, that's, that's the thing, where the slave master used to that's, whip them to make sure that's they what go I'm to saying. I mean, so, um, so that the devil cannot get you from behind. That's that's the that's my regret is the fact that it is there, not the fact that I've got it. When you are in the presence of a demonic attack, oh, come on, shut up your mouth there. I've got two other tattoos. Which are? Hold on, before you talk about the other two, mm-hmm. where would you replace that? Tattoo? Where would you move it to? Um, your forehead. Probably my arm. Okay, cool. So continue with your your other two. I've got two other tattoos on my tricep. That's my tricep at the back of my arm. And um, they are the meanings of my children's name, not the actual name themselves. It's the meaning of their name. And it is uh, at the bottom of each tattoo or each meaning of the name. There is a Yoruba saying at the bottom of each of them. Um, one translating to my first child, the other one relating to my first girl. Is it is it written in Yoruba? Of course. Okay. Web, do you want to talk about your tattoos? Sort of. Um, when you said, do you ever regret getting tattoos? I did have this discussion with um my lady friend. And if I could take them back. My lady friend. Friend, continue. Don't forget him. Forget him. He sounded like 
an old man. My yes. lady friend. <laughs> yes. well, I went to the to the to the bar with my lady friend. <laughs> I was talking to Gertrude mm-hmm. and um, with my lady friend and we got some <laughs> some salt fitters. We salt salt fish fritters. <laughs> We had some peppermint schnapps. Um, yeah, I'd I'd take them back and not have them. All of them, all of them. Wow. Go on, is why? that on the basis of what your missus said? No, it was on the basis of now tattoos are becoming so saturated and losing their initial meanings. People just getting it for the sake of getting it. Like podcasts. Ca- continue. Like podcasts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and like there were very few. Uh, Apart from obviously the gentlemen in the room that don't have podcasts, that don't have tattoos, sorry, that dun, are, dun. are clean and untouched. What do you mean by clean and untouched? He means Un- cleaner, no- cleaner, cleaner. Every day we're clean. Sorry, I couldn't help it. Basically, you're saying that we don't have um, no tattoos. I was no about to say podcasts. <laughs> we, have no, we have no tattoos, and a lot of the people in the world now have tattoos. Yeah. So we're now becoming the ones that are we're the minority, the rarities, yeah. the rarities, which it's I don't think enough. is true. I think there's more people who have, have to... tattoos than do. But what I want to ask you, Webs, and this is a, to be honest, it annoys me what you just said a little bit because you've got these tattoos because you want them and oh, it yeah, means something yeah. to you. Yeah. So so what if so what if I would be that's what I was about to say. I don't no, 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 give a do rat's ass about it. This is Webslinger. Webslinger don't give a shit about what everybody else is doing. No, do what you're doing. I'm not saying it in that respect. I'm saying it in if. I I would like to just be clean now. It, I'm not regretting the tattoos I've got, and I'm I plan to get more tattoos. I'm not regretting it at all. But I'm like, if I could go back, I'd go back. You can get laser treatment, you know that. I'm not doing that. No, that's that, no that's sense. Worse, that's stupid. I've seen people with it, and they yeah. look normal. Nah, not for me. Well, not I, on, I don't regret them, mate. And I probably would. I don't get regret one, them. One, one I don't regret them at all. But I'll get more. I, I heard it's very addictive. When you get one, you just seem to have to keep getting it. it and getting I think it's a barrier you kind of break in it. It's like, I don't know if there's a, a number that you have to get and then stop or you go all the way or you just get, because no one really ever just gets one. There is no number, is it? You know? There isn't a number, but there isn't a stop limit. Either. Yeah, it's not really with people that's got one tattoo. If you start getting one, you get another or you add to the one that you've got. Uh, that's what I tend to see people doing. I just don't get why people want to mark themselves in that level. I understand, like I hate henna as well. That's another thing I hate. Even, I just hate henna. Henna hate tattoos or just henna in general? Those ones henna, come off. The ones on the hat, I can't stand them. Like, why, why are you marking yourself? I can't stand it. Like, when I was, let me give you a, 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 a story. My fiance, when we was gonna, um, when we was gonna, uh, when we were getting engaged, uh, obviously she didn't know she was getting engaged. And I said to her, let's go and have a um, surprise, a photo shoot. Because <laughs> it's my birthday. I said, let's go and have a photo shoot. Um, because it's my birthday, and, and Nigerians, what we do is that we dress the same in the same clothes when we're going to parties and blah blah blah. So I said we're gonna all go to dinner. Everybody's going to dinner on my birthday, blah blah blah. But I want us to go and have photos together because we don't have photos together, and you know we wear our, our native clothes and we'll go take photos. So she was excited. She was like, "Oh, you never really want to do those types of things." So it was nice. But then what she went to go and do is she went to go and get henna. Oh well, hello, you're being nice for once. Yay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she went to go and get henna. Don't get I used was, to it, love. I was so vexed. I was like, "Whoa, this bloody henna!" Because I hate it. I was like, "Wait," and, and especially now I'm gonna be putting a obviously an engagement ring on her hand, and all of the pictures are just gonna have her hands with henna on it. And I was like, "Oh god!" So she got the henna anyway. So I had to take the pictures with the henna on there, but I, it just annoyed the hell out of me that there was henna. I just cannot stand henna. I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm a racialist. I just can't Maybe. stand henna. I, I, I remember back in the day, um, as in the early teens. 
when people got tattoos and the tattoo was either of a dragon for some godly reason who knows why a dragon or a uh, a lion or something like that or psalm or psalm 23 yeah psalm 23 or a crucifix which one is psalm 23 now yeah you know i won't fool the valley of the shadow if i shout uh, what does that signify then anyways well psalm 23 um it basically signifies is it, it it tells god to protect you and and that uh you have knowledge that he would always be there for it's you. a protection spell okay yes. Uh, well, what I see yeah, is a, know, I a lot of this Chinese thing. Yeah, the Chinese that nobody even knows what Blacks with Chinese yeah, writing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chinese <laughs> writing and all of that Fully stuff. annoying, man. It's like, you've got your own language, man. Put something on there that's... that's what I'm saying. I mean, this is for Africans that have a, a language, you know. Sorry about you, Caribbean. I call B or more They can put Creole. Some of them can put Creole. Even that's from somewhere else, isn't it? Yeah, but that's what they speak in their, in their country. My one says, I call B or more you, you know, talking yes. about children's names, because you said you had your children's name tattooed on and the meaning. Mm-hmm. I was at w- work the other day and um, somebody asked me, you know, where are you from? I told them I'm Nigerian. They said, oh, okay, I'm Nigerian too. You don't, you know, you got children. I said, yeah, what's your children's name? I told them my child's name. And she said, oh, what's the situation with her birth? Mm-hmm. How, how was she born? Like, w- because my child's name okay. relates to the situation that she was born in. It's like, it, it means um, like, uh, having a being born with a story that's 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 an is- description i'm gonna give even though it's not exactly like that but that's the description born with a story so straight away when i said my name she said oh so what what, what was what's the story behind her birth and then obviously i told her about the situation and it, it just hit me that wow this name has the power that straight away somebody knows was this exactly. person Nigerian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, exactly. that's this is why i get annoyed when people just pick random names for their children it annoys me so much like you just pick a random name and say yes, I'm gonna name my child that. It means nothing. Mm. Same Chalani. Of, same kind of thing happened with me because my daughter's name means father's daughter, and um, when the family members said, "Oh, what name did you decide to go with?" When you told, when I told them, they were like, "Oh, um," looked at her, looked at me, and okay, I can understand why you said it. I can understand why you said it. But she she does look like you. Yes, um, the spitting image. Of mm. Simple Simon is his child. So her name, her changed, she's changing now, though. He's starting to look a little bit more like the mum. Her name is apt. Well, it was, at least. Now nah, she still looks like you. We've, got, whole, fo- we've got photographic half. photographic evidence of it, so I'm happy. I'm all right. The, the whole top half is Simple Simon, but the bottom half is starting to look a bit like the mum. That's the bottom half. But when you see that child and you see the dad, you know that's, that's his child straight away. Well, it. same thing's happening with mine as well with Stavros' child. Um... I think she pretty much everyone said she, she looks like, like me. you, man. Everyone, but they're saying that she, now she looks more like her mum now. Yeah, she's starting to look like mum, but she still looks like you. She still looks like you. There's well, simple Simon's one still looks like him. Yeah, I, I, but you and the mum look similar anyway. Yeah, can but, you imagine? I don't know, man. <laughs> Boys <laughs> normally look like their mums, and girls look like their dads. Do any of your children look times. like you? My goodness, my son looks exactly like me, and my daughter is. I, I don't think. Kinda, I don't think they look exactly like you. I think they well, both look like their mum. Well, most people say they both look like me. Nah. And and when you look at photographs of me at that age, you can't tell us apart. Your your I, daughter definitely looks like her mom. How, how important is it for your child to look like you? I don't really care. Oh, it's really me. important. I don't, <laughs> it's exceptionally important, my friend. It is. It's exceptionally important. Do you know why? Because you have to. You have to, as a parent, a father especially, you have to be the recipient of years of disrespect at some point in life. So that child better have something of yours. They better have it because you're paying to keep that one alive. 
but they, even they need it. Even even with looks, sometimes uh, if they don't have your looks, they'll have your mannerisms, the way you walk, the way you talk, you know, your personality and mm. certain aspects. I've got a birthmark. Well, I wouldn't call it a birthmark. Some kind of a beauty spot on 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 the top of my. Left I would suggest you call it a birthmark. A, well, it's some kind of black spot that's been there all my life, right here. Um, and my son (laughs) (laughs) black stuff and my son's got one on the opposite hand in exactly the same place and we've both got dislocated thumbs which is weird Uh, look I'll be honest with you my family's got a like there's a family trait that runs through the generations it's a very specific thing I'm not going to mention exactly what it is but um, it was a big (laughs) why because no, it was a big problem. Remember, we had this. We had this conversation before. It was a big problem. We talked about. It. You asked me. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. does she have it? And then it turned out that she doesn't have it. But because the face looks so much like my face, I'm not doing paternity tests, isn't it? That's it. <laughs> it was because of the disco- dislocated thumb that I said yes. The little brother is mine. So see, so you you see, you had the paternity thing as well. I was thinking about children today, you know. Not because of anything about to do with the woman, by the way. I'm just saying, like, a man's paranoid. This is mine, isn't it? This is mine. <laughs> Disclaimer. <clears throat> There's one thing I was thinking about with children today, and I don't know why it came up to my head. And I just know that God's going to give me this type of child when I do have a child. You know the child that when you eat, comes up to you and just stares at you throughout the whole of the meal. Yes. I cannot stand That's that That's my child, daughter, man. man. I cannot stand... No, keep your daughter away from me, nigga. I cannot stand <laughs> that child. When you say stare, you mean like they want some of your they food? They want the whole food. That's my daughter. They'll come and stand next to you sure. that's, that's and they just... It's like they learn from the woman already, from the the, the woman that you're... Because you, you know your woman always takes all your food. All the, and then, no, not around there. No, man. that's all. Most women <laughs> take men's, men's food because apparently it tastes nicer. I just hate it when you have the child. Man, man, I think, I'm trying to think of I'm territorial with the plate, you know, bro. Yeah, so am I, but... If you come in there and you take something off my plate and you're like, oh, I just want you to taste it, I'll tell you to take the whole yeah, plate. Yeah, to take the whole it. thing, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm like And that. I'll buy myself another one. <laughs> like this is something that's to be bought. I'm like that. But, um, Childish, but still what? I don't like... I don't <laughs> Hashtag like, Team Petty. I don't like it when a child like just walks that. up to you and just stands there and just starts looking at you while you're eating your food. Like, yeah, why are you doing daughter. that? You know what? When Wahala says certain things about what he doesn't like with children... He's going to get that. It's not... No, because you're going he's going to get... Every child does that. So yeah, it's, it's true. It's not like, oh, one in three child, children do it. Every child You're does gonna it. You're going to get that So word. of course your, your child does Every child do does it. But they come and they stand, they put their hand on your leg yeah. and they look at you like, yeah. right in your eye. Oh, my daughter, before she, before she, she licks her lips as well. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. I'm, I'm sad. Like, and that's the only time she ever does it. Not when it's her own food, only when it's your food. So it's almost like she's telling you, I want, I want, I want your, your food. Because she'll come up to you, like you said. What kind of craving children is this though, man? Lick her lips. Listen, put it this way. If I tried to eat at the same time as my daughter on on purpose, like deliberately, and um, if her plate and my plate are there at the same time, she'll come to eat something off of my plate before she even tra- troubles her own mm-hmm. plate. It's, it's prop. I call her HMRC. That woman is... <laughs> taxation. That's what she is. Taxation. She is customs and revenue, mm-hmm. bro. Mm-hmm. Any food that touches my plate, that one has to eat it first. No, no and and she's getting bad with it now because she comes over and tells you which piece she wants to. That's it. <laughs> she, no, no, not, not that bit. Not that bit. Yeah, no, no, she does. Yeah, she, she points at it. Send it to her mother, man. I want that one. Like, no, you can't have that. I haven't, I haven't even eaten it yet. Daddy. Daddy, daddy, I want that one. Daddy. That one. And the more you talk about it, the more it becomes a problem. My, my I tried to give her saying, rice. She's like, like, no, daddy, I want that one. I'm going to husbands that blame the wife, you know. It's, it's your daughter that's doing this. Da- your, daddy, your son has done that. It's 70-30 in my favour. <laughs> like my, my daughter, well, my kids started on 
uh, pounded yam very early. I'd say damn, before they were one, you know. My mum made it very soft, very fine, their grandma. And uh, then they started to eat some. That was good. one of my child's first meals. Yeah. That, was, that was my Five, daughter's. My, that was my daughter's well, first. Yeah. first yeah, solid meal. Yeah. yeah, it was very. It was before. It was before they were it was one. The first solid meal, and they used it as a sedative. Yeah, well, there you go. And she would fall asleep as well, innit? That's what I'm saying. Deliberately, I made it slightly. I made it slightly heavy. I'm out of order. I made it slightly heavy. Nappy the next day. And and the way how, but the way how my daughter eats meat now, like I can eat my chicken, and there'll be meat left. My daughter will destroy the bone all the way down Good to the girl. bone marrow, you know. Good girl. Properly like That's her grandma, her, her, her granddad and all the great grandparents back home. She will finish every flesh that is on that bone <laughs> and even bite that bone. It's true. No, it's true. I did that today at work. <laughs> and they look at you like, oh, okay. I, did I have no shame. I had one cheeky bone. You know, because they were like small cheeky wing bones as well. So, it was like a small one. So I dashed away about all the rest of them and kept one. And I just had it in my mouth like it was a, like it was a chewing gum. <laughs> like it's a chewing stick, like isn't it? Chewing <laughs> stick. I said, am I supposed to be doing this in the office? <laughs> That's what I was thinking, but I said, fuck it. Gotta do it. This is clearly the the uh, the child's episode because I, I, I've got something I wanted to bring to the table. I haven't told you guys about it yet. So I've been looking for nursery for, or me and my wife have been looking for nursery for our child. I'll just do it quickly. And so what I did was I went to the Ofcom website and I looked for all the ones that are the top tier um, nurseries. In your area. In Yeah, in my area and the area where my wife works. And um, for whatever, there's not many. So for whatever reason, we were knocking, this one's a bit too far. This one's not going to be easy for us to get to, blah, blah, blah. And we got down to one of the ones that was there. And what had happened is this, um, it was a Spanish stroke Mandarin school for children huh well basically what's happened uh, you find a lot of the ones that are in top tier actually the mothers have started them at some point mm-hmm. for their own children yeah and uh this mother was spanish and she said i started one because uh, i wanted my child to to be speak spanish and she couldn't find one so she started one that spoke spanish along the lines it's grown bigger so obviously she's pulled people in and then somehow some way some shape or form she's incorporated mandarin as well now so she's got mandarin teachers so it's a trilingual school where they speak english spanish and Mandarin. So obviously it's going to be a multitude of Spanish and uh, Chinese children. But with that kind of thing, what you're saying is that you're teaching the children in three different languages. Like the chef, because I went on their website looking at the videos, the chef is talking in, in Spanish. He, didn't even, <laughs> he gave the interview in Spanish. He didn't even talk in English. And my wife said straight away, nah, we're not sending them there. Now, I said, why? It's like, because why do I know them speaking Spanish? I was like, oh. The thing is, I, I'm Nigerian, I have my own language. She's gone in, she has her own language. And obviously the child is is brought up in England, so they're going to speak English. And her reasoning, and mine as well, I guess, is that they have three languages here that they should be learning before we start sending them out to learn Spanish and uh, Mandarin. Now, if you guys were in this situation, forget having more than... It, it's going to be at least two languages, you know, your native one and English. Would you be prepared to send your child to this kind of school? Because there are no Yoruba nurseries that I know of not ones on the Ofcom registry there ain't none no but I will say so <laughs> yeah, it's a shame it's a shame but it would, a shame. what would you do in this situation would you say no I'm, I'm not sending them even though obviously it's graded high that's why that's why I saw it in the first place Um, I can understand why both of you have said that they that you wouldn't allow your daughter to go there because like you said there's two other languages for her to learn 
prior to anything else. And that should be, in my opinion, the um should be fundamental that she either oh, that she learns Yoruba first and then Twi or I'm not sure what fancy, language Fanti. Okay, sorry. <laughs> and she learns Fanti. Did you hear that little laugh? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it doesn't make a difference. <laughs> I don't care. She must learn Yoruba first. But um but on the flip side, um we're talking about children at the from the age of what age? From, from three like months. Three months. To three years, I think. So do. now let's imagine after four years of your years. child being there before they go into preschool mm. um, and she's fluent in in Spanish and Mandarin. That's a big deal. Right, it's a let, very big deal. Let, let me say something. And the reason why I'm stopping you where you are is because my Yoruba teacher always used to say something. So he's a Yoruba teacher and he's also, I think, a maths teacher. And I think maybe he does um, a science, but I can't remember. And he's very adamant about the fact that the, the first, like, four years is the most important years when it comes to teaching your child language, yeah? Like, the most important. I don't want my child to learn another language that is not my language in those first four years. Like, he, there's a, there's a Yoruba saying, and I wish I could, I, I could say it in Yoruba, the proverb, but basically it translates saying that the mother is, is the, te- the first teacher of the child. And that's why, and you always used to say, that's why it's important that you marry a Yoruba woman. Sorry, Steph. And um, <laughs> because, <laughs> because they're the ones that's going to teach your child, not you, not you as the man. The, the woman will be the first teacher for that child. And whatever language that child speaks is what, um, whatever that, sorry, whatever language the, the woman speaks is what that child is going to speak first. Shit. All right. And, um, well, yeah. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> And he, that he, wasn't stuff, by the way. That was simple because he's <laughs> gonna have a Yoruba child. But anyway, um, not going to. Yes, we thank God. But um, already he, he always used to bring up a, 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 a one of his family members. He used to talk about uh, one of his family members is married to a, a Russian woman, I think it was. And he was always going on about the fact that that child is just gonna speak Russian, and he and the dad don't speak Russian, so the mum will speak Russian, the child will speak Russian. He can't understand what both of them are saying. And he's going to be in the house. They're going to be talking and you're not going to understand what they're saying. Well, Hala might have that same problem because I don't really speak Yoruba. But I can, I, I'm now picking, because I'm doing lessons, I understand it a lot more. But my uh, fiancé speaks Yoruba and I want my child to speak Yoruba. And I, one of the major things I want to do is if um, my missus is not going to take care of her to a certain uh, uh, years or whatever, I want her to go to her grandparent, either, um, her mum or my mum so they can look after them and teach that child Yoruba because that's what they're going to speak. Can, can I just... Did you all notice that he said her as in his daughter? <laughs> it's coming. I know it's happening to me. Anyway. <laughs> 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 I wish for something so, so much not to happen and it, it has to happen. But yeah, the child, I want him to speak. I want him to speak Yoruba. So I want him to, you know, go to their grandparents because I, one because I know that um, my fiance's grandparents is obviously good at doing this because my fiance speaks Yoruba and so does uh, her brothers so I want that child to, to learn Yoruba in those first four years those initial four years that you spoke about mm. which would be good for them to learn Mandarin and Spanish I don't give a shit about Mandarin and Spanish I don't give a shit about my language and, and as Africans we're too quick to dash our language you don't see Asians dashing their language. The whole reason why this Spanish woman has gone to go and do a Spanish school is because she doesn't want to dash her language. Mm-hmm. Mandarin um, is obviously Ch- Chinese is Mandarin, isn't it? You don't hear yeah. most Chinese people know how to speak their language. English, obviously, obviously, all know how to speak English. 
why is it that African co- uh, countries tend to be so fast to dash our language away to others? So quick. Whoops. Same reason we're Christian. I didn't dash anything anywhere. I'm asking you to give us your take on this, this thing. Um... Yeah, co-sign everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say, today will be nice. <laughs> no, I'm, if I'm blessed with a child, my child is going to learn Yoruba. No matter what nationality my wife will be. Are you sure about that? Hell to the yes. Okay, so can you speak Yoruba? I understand more than I can speak. So then who's going to teach the child Yoruba? My mother. So that means your child has to be around your mother much more than she's around... Oh, I keep saying she's like, we're all having daughters. Like, it's true. Much more, much more, because everybody's got daughters, isn't it? We, much we more, might as well have girls, let them run together. Much, much, much more than, um, than your, their own mother. Because let's say that you're, you're with the, the woman that you are with now, mm. they, she, she speaks the language, doesn't she? Yeah. So do you think that... They, what that, language is it? Kosa. Swahili? No, no, it's, it's, it's Kosa. Done. So yeah, so do you not think that that she's going to want to teach the child her language and that's going to be her primary language? It will be, but I'm, I I don't want that to happen. I don't want it to be primary. I'd rather it be secondary. Wow. It doesn't have to be primary or secondary. They can just speak three languages. Mm. They can speak three languages, but Yoruba would be the first. Okay. I, I don't think that would happen. I would, even if it means don't I start learning Yoruba for when my child is born. It is I not an easy language to learn. I know it's not easy you language right to now, learn. It is not easy that's why they give up on it. They they pick the easy language. No, but, but, if you if you're born from the beginning speaking your but then it's easy for you. Mm-hmm. English is the easiest language to learn. They say obviously, isn't it? No, they always say English no, is the easiest language to learn. No, anybody who I've spoken you sound to, like con- con- no, 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 no. See, no. Spanish and French. Are everybody who I've spoken to that has to learn English from either Spanish, French, German, Dutch, Russian. Every single person, they all say the same thing, that English is so difficult to learn because they don't have some of the rules that all of those other languages have in common. Mm. They, don't, they don't have gender-specific, um, uh, what's it called, um, naming um, schemes. They don't have, like, English doesn't have gender-specific naming schemes. The ownership of something in it's, English doesn't transfer yeah. directly into Spanish. They're, they're, yeah, but yeah. A, lot of, a lot of African countries don't have gender-specific names. In fact, a lot of African, well, definitely Europe, but doesn't even have gender specific. You're talking about European people from European countries. Well, there's more there's more languages in in Africa than there is in Europe. Yeah, but what I'm saying to you is of the languages that I've are easy to yeah. All the people that have to learn English, they all say English is harder to learn. Yeah, but uh, for me, a lot of Africans who's got more languages than the Europeans, which you're referring to. Still manage to learn how to speak English. I'm not saying that these people don't manage to learn how to speak English. And they English. find it easy. You said, you said, no, they don't find it easy. That, I'm telling you, they told me they find it easy. Who? The, the people, people that speak other languages? Yeah. Okay. They oh. tell me that it's finding it easy because it's easy to learn English. Along, if, I think, if the, the same thing we say with the rules, I get what you're saying. If you're talking about, if, if you're talking about easy in the sense of um, the availability of teaching classes or what have your resources, then yes, English is easier to learn because there's just so many different resources and, and things available to learn. But if you're talking about the actual craft of English, it's very difficult. I'm not. I'm talking about just being able to communicate with an English person. I've been working with people that for the last two years or what have you who've been taking English lessons for the last two years, trying to make English their second language. And although I can have a conversation with them and I feel happy to 
uh, I happily understand most of what they mean. In reality, because I have a ethnic minority or foreigner um, dictionary in my brain, when a foreigner starts speaking, I automatically, especially if I know some of the rules of their language, I automatically translate what they're saying very differently to what it is they're actually saying. I, I think that we can, most people, if somebody speaks English roughly, can understand it. I don't think you can do it that other way around with most languages. You, I think you got a point there, actually. No, because, what? because sorry, simple. Um, with Yoruba, especially, there's a lot of tones. Hey, my God. You know, and, and <laughs> just put it this way. There's a, a word or a spelling in Yoruba, E-W-A. Yeah, it could mean four or five different things, it could mean 10 beans, beauty, come, and there's another one. So, as in, come here, (laughs) come here. So, so there's Ewa, 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 you know. And I even confuse myself when when I'm trying to uh, get my head around that because I can understand Yoruba but not as much as I would like to. I don't speak it as much as I would like to either. But I think from what I've been told, Yoruba, because of the tones and Mandarin, are probably the most hardest languages to learn in the world. Those two languages. But I can understand what Simple Simon is saying with reference to learning English because of the rules that the other, I think it's more European languages have. I think Europeans find it more difficult to learn English than maybe someone from Africa. Okay. Would. Anyway. Okay, okay. Yes. Because yeah, Africans just, you've been told to speak English and shut up there and do as you're told. Anyways. Or, or Spanish. Or French. Indeed. Um, Parlez-vous français. Portuguese, Angola. Yes. Uh, question. This Rio Ferdinand program about whatever, I didn't watch it. About Whatever. Um, <laughs> I can't even remember, <laughs> Mr. Wolf. Can you like spit spit it out? You wanted to talk on this, please. Okay, um, Mr. Rio Ferdinand is for those that don't know the people that they're listening to us worldwide. He's a professional football player, soccer, uh, ex professional football, ex professional football. He retired, I think, about eighteen months ago, maybe up to two years. International played for Manchester United in England, and um, he. Uh, his wife passed away uh, when she was 36 years old and they left and she left three children behind. She died of cancer and the cancer took over her body very, very quickly the second time around. I think she died within a month. Yeah, it was very rapid. Of the second time coming. And um, he done a documentary just the other day and it was called Being Mum and Dad. And I just found it quite um, touching. Uh, because this is a subject that I think maybe African parents perhaps. What is the subject? For me, the subject is speaking about uh, death. First of all, parents, like my parents, for example, I have only started to recently have that kind of conversation with them. You know, what will happen or where do you want to get buried and things like that. And, And also... Um, the it's a, it's a weird conversation. Isn't it's it? a very it's one that they don't they think that if you talk about it, then it's going to happen. Don't talk about it. You know, it's like you're bringing bad vibes what? to 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 the um, to the family. And then the other subject I want to touch on is um, children who have a parent pass and the effect that it has on them. 
she left two, three children and I want to know what we think with reference to children who have to deal with a single parent and in his case it's he is a man and he is a single parent you don't really see or speak or hear much of male single fathers boom bad man thing I was gonna say well stuff I'm sharp I was gonna say uh the thing with what you're saying about your parents is Africans do not like speaking things into existence. And that was probably the big problem. They saying that you don't say this, don't say that. It's because they don't want to speak things into existence. Um, regarding the questions that you're talking about, um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I talk about death to my parents, but it's very jokingly at times. Like we told my dad, when you leave, nobody's going to carry all your shit that you left in this house, get rid of it type <laughs> thing. If we don't really, Clutter. yeah, we don't really talk about death. But when we, like when we've talked about him being old and stuff like that, I've seen him, he, he doesn't feel ease, at ease with it. It's not something he wants to talk about. And I've noticed, because we've had some bereavements last year, I was quite close to our family. And I think it hit my dad a lot more than we probably noticed. Like, or, I think, or expected. Yeah, or expected because they're around his age or even younger, and he's like, "How can this person be dying?" And I'm still like around. It affected him in a way that he's thinking maybe about his mortality a bit more. And uh, a couple of years ago, he had a stroke as well, which didn't help. So I think these are all things that has made him think a bit more about his morality. But it's not something that we discuss openly in the house about what he wants to do and he dies. I know I keep talking about my dad, like my mum is not there as well, but I don't know, because my dad's older than my mum, even if it's only one year, he's still older. So I suppose we just automatically assume that the older person is going to go first. Um, we haven't really discussed it. I definitely haven't discussed it with my mum in any way, shape or form, which is weird because my mum's had more medical problems than my dad probably has. But we've never really discussed it with my mum. But my dad, we, we probably think a bit more. I think maybe the, the stroke made us think a lot more about his morality and, and I've noticed that he thinks a lot more about it, but mortality. Yes. <laughs> mortality. But anyway, so yeah, he's, he thinks a bit more about it. Um, I think. Um, with regards to the single parent thing, uh, I find I've watched the program. The rest of the guys haven't. So only me and um, Mr. Wolf have seen the program. And when I watched it, it reminded me of a few things. So, the first thing it reminded me of is my brother's children, because my brother uh, passed away uh, 17 years ago now, and left three children behind, same like Rio. Um, so, I never really spoke to any of these children in great depth, especially when they were younger, about the effect that it ha happened on them when their dad died. And one of my nephews is 26 now, 25, 26, and I... I still haven't really spoken to him about the effect of um, how he, he, since his dad died. One thing I've noticed though is that I think him and his missus have shared that experience because her father's past as well, I think. And I think that allows them to have more of a conversation with each other. Something they can maybe relate to better. But I, I just I just haven't had a conversation about it at all. And it's... I don't know. It's something I've thought about that maybe I should have spoken to him about. I think I spoke to his daughter a bit more than any of the rest of them. But I think that's because I'm just closer to his daughter in, in that respect than the, than the boys are. Boys don't really 
men don't chat about these things, isn't it? And that's and that's kind of like what Rio yeah, was, was, saying. Was, 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 was saying, that he, when they spoke to him about his sons, that's when he kind of broke down, isn't it? You know, that, because he can't get anything out of them or he find, finds it hard to draw any kind of emotion from them and it re- reminds him of him, you know? And I think that we find that men have this kind of uh, persona or even young boys, you know, everyone's been told to stay, stay tough, stay be strong, tough from, from yeah. early. So they're not, they're not necessarily looking to break down the emotions, even from when they're five or six. Because the first thing you do when you hear, when a boy brings his leg is tell him, you know, get up, come on, man up, man up, come on, come forward. If a girl brings his leg, you're there trying to wrap it up. Oh my god, my baby, my my fairy, this that another. Boy, my bangs, fairy. Boy brings his leg, you're just like, come on, come on, Jimmy, put a pass on that. Let's go. You know what I mean? It's not, you don't really think <laughs> Jimmy, about it. You don't really think about it in that, in that way. And I think it's the same way emotionally. Men don't find themselves e- at ease to, to, to have that emotional conversation with other men, whether it's your son, your nephew, or, or whatever. So, yeah, that, that definitely came into my head. And Okay, if you wanted to talk to your nephew now, what would you say? Probably ask him how he felt about the, the situation. How does he feel that he's affected him in his life? And whether or not he ever still thinks about it, and it's something that he wants to talk about, it's mad because sometimes I look at him and I just see my brother. That the you, you spoke earlier about mannerisms. Was it you that Mister that said that your child has mannerisms like? Yeah, it? yeah. He wears glasses. His dad wears glasses. Right. The way that he puts his glasses back on his on his nose when it comes down is exactly the same way his dad used to do it. Like there's certain things I see him and I'm like, you look exactly like like your dad. They're different shades. But the face, the mannerisms, the way he does things reminds me of his dad so bad. Like, so bad. But he might not even know that because he was so young when, the, when, his, when his dad passed. Mm, mm. But those things affect me more than anything else. Like, I don't think about my brother. I don't really think about my brother at all. But when I see things like that, that's the only time it comes into my head. You like your dad. So it's, it's, I don't know, it's one of those, it's one of those things. So that's one of the things that hits me. I'll let the other guys speak and then after I'll talk about the other things that hit me with that program. Um, this is a weird one. I kind of had this conversation with my dad, but not about him, but about his mum, which was a bit weird. So my grandma, effectively. Mm-hmm. Um, and we kind of had the conversation about that. Um, because my grandma occupies a very pivotal space in the family. Okay. Um, like the way the family spans out is there are factions that are quite different. We've got a very religious faction and then we've got the faction that's not very religious at all. And the numbers are almost equal in both courts. Do you know what I mean? And somehow Mm. over years and years and years of melding, my grandma's managed to create um, an environment of safe sanctuary where... (laughs) <laughs> we don't have religious conversations anymore and we don't you understand what's that country that they call it the, the Switzerland, Switzerland yeah, yeah. Yeah. so she's managed to create that environment um, not entirely just her but I think everybody's respect and adoration for her has allowed them to do that and I'm I had the conversation with my dad and I was saying well basically um, we're in a funny place now because what happens to that truce when the person who's holding the truth together is no longer there. Do we have the maturity as a family to go forward in the spirit of that truth or do our individual differences make it so that 
maybe we don't meet up every Sunday anymore and maybe that every Sunday turns to every fortnight and that every fortnight turns to once a month and then mm. once a month turns into once a blue moon kind of thing. So we had that conversation and that kind of was the best way that I could have the conversation with him about the mortality of his parent. No, but no, I was no re- morality. The mortality of his parent. It's not the morality then. Uh, no, not the morality. <laughs> I just wanted somebody else to get it wrong. <laughs> you joker. But um, yeah, so that was how I had that conversation with him. I don't know if he realised I was also softening him up to the idea of the conversation with him, but he's been very blunt with it as well. He's already told me like, oh yeah, whatever happens, this is where I want to be buried. And I don't give a shit what anybody else says. I'm saying it to you now, a sound of mind. (laughs) (laughs) I'm saying it to you now, sound of mind. This is where I want to be, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, you know, you can just write this stuff down, isn't it? And it's like, I'm telling you, isn't it? I'm telling you. So if anyone tells you anything else, you know that it's, you know, I'm like, all right, I get it. No, 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 but you have to do it because I'll come back and haunt your blood. I was like, hey. (laughs) I'm like, I thought we were related. He's like, no, no, this is not something to mess around with. So I know what his, you know what I'm saying? His thing is, my mum, I don't think my mum would ever have that conversation with me. Just think it's something she's not about. Not even out of superstition, she just wouldn't feel comfortable having that conversation. Mm. All right, so let, let me give you another another thing that I got from the program. Like one of my best friends is a single father. Okay, but, but the mother's not dead. My cousin is likewise. He's a single father to my second cousin, but I call him my nephew. And also, one of my good friends is a single father. Mm. Big them up, both of them. Do we big up single fathers more than we big up yes. single mothers? Blatantly. And if so, why? I, I, Do we big them up more? Yes. yes. I think that when you see us, I'm a single father. A, that was a damn near rhetorical the question. The whole point, okay. the, whole, the thing about the whole... Or maybe the, not often do, enough. Do, let me ask you a question. When was the last time we saw a program about a woman that's had to li- live, uh, live with her two children or three children after her husband died? Not often. Because it's not a big deal. Because it is almost the norm. Exactly. And that was one of the things that struck me about this situation. I thought to myself, when I watched that program, I was thinking, although these parents, these men might not be dead, they may as well be dead because there's about a million women that's doing this every day with a man that could be living across the road from them. No, no, but they're they're bringing up children on their own. In that aspect, it's true. But in terms of the program, it was a bereavement in it. Yeah, but... What I'm saying with regards to the child, they're still going to have as many questions as the child that's had the parent that's died. Where's my father? Why is he not with us? Why did he go? What What would you prefer if you're going to raise children on your own? Full stop. I mean, mm-hmm. family can help you and friends can help, or whatever. But the the other parent is not there. What would you prefer that the parent just left you, or that the parent is dead? I prefer that they just left me. Because they're they're is, not coming back. By the way, they're not talking to you. They're yeah. not talking to your children. They're, the children know they've been abandoned. Okay, I mean, like you, the children uh, at some point get conscious. Okay, so now and, you, and so ask, now you've put all these parameters. No, there. because because if, you if if you're dead, they're not talking to you. They're not seeing you. They're gone. They're out of your life. And I want it to be the situation where it's they they're still in life. They're still living, but it's the same thing. They're not talking to I you. Think, okay. They're not responding to Fair you enough. at all. Fair enough. Then in that case, you would prefer that they're dead. Nope. Reason being you? is because, yes, this is what I would prefer. Reason being to for a child to have a knowledge and an understanding that a parent has basically dismissed them and decided to not be a part of their life. I think that that will hurt and trouble the child more than a parent passing okay. away. So what, what I was saying is that some of these um, 
men have left these children's life and then never to be seen again. Mm -hmm. So it is, they have that added issue of not only am I raising this child or these children by myself, mm -hmm. but also the child has that, that thing on top of their heads where it feels like they, they potentially they feel abandoned mm -hmm. and I have to deal with that part of the thing as well. Mm. So that's two issues instead of just one. Or well, I guess when when if a parent dies, then that's I agree. that's a separate issue. They also feel like some um, children when their parents die feel abandoned as well. They have that sense of abandonment, even though it doesn't sound logical. They still have it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But um, I I just think that it's different when your parents died. You know they've they've died. You know you can't necessarily see them again, speak to them again because they've died. If you know your dad is out there, um, I'm, or mom, up mom, but I'm, I'm going with the dads at the moment. It's out there, and they just you know they're somewhere they're actually choosing not to speak to you that's a massive blow man that's a massive mm -hmm. and a lot of these these kids are going around having this this sense of abandonment and it's causing them to to act out as well so well hello what you're saying is that um because like you said i don't didn't watch the program but a lot of people were saying it was heart gut-wrenching soul twisting tears in their eyes and you watched the program and you thought, wow, you know, this is this is sad, but why don't they show anything about this for women? Did you not have any sympathy for real? Is it just thinking, this is this is everyday life for a lot of people. Why is it they've picked this this person? Empathy. <laughs> is that your new thing? <laughs> That's the new thing. I, I, I did feel sorry for him and I understood why they did the program because of the way that the mother died and the sudden death. And obviously the fact that she died by cancer is another big thing as well. Cancer is obviously killing millions of people out there, and this is probably something that happens quite a bit. F cancer, but um, mm -hmm. yeah, as I said, a lot of things just came to my mind. It's just, it's like I get why everybody feels so sad for him. He was crying a lot during the show as well. You could see that he hadn't, he hadn't understood. He said it many times that I haven't dealt with my bereavement yet. Yeah, I just, unpacked it. Yeah, I've just worked. I've just worked through it, and it's good to see the mm -hmm. insight of somebody mm -hmm. that's going through that, and they were taking the time out to you know express themselves in that way. And he's talked about how he used, he was drinking quite heavily at the beginning then mm -hmm. he looked at his kids and like I can't drink anymore because I've got to look after them and stuff like that so he's probably going through some form of you know I won't say depression but he's going through some form of of bereavement that he needs to, to, to deal with but he, he doesn't feel like he can deal with it because he has to deal with his child so all of that stuff is the things that comes on top that I yeah I, I felt sad for him but then it did come into my head that this is for one I've never seen a program about this regarding women and for two what happens to all those single mothers that's out there that's having the same issue? They've got to deal with it. Same thing with, instead of bereavement, they've got to deal with the fact that the man's left them. And all of this stuff that they, you're going to give them the same mental issues that you might get from a loved one dying. You can still get that same problem. And I don't know, it just, it just hit me that there's so many other avenues that we can discuss and we don't discuss. And this became like a massive thing because it was about a man. I said, if this program was about a woman, I just do not think it would get the same, same ratings. Mm. Perhaps. Okay, so um, that brings into question. Rio Ferdinand was a serial cheater on his wife, or with his wife, or to his wife, God or, or whatever, whatever it is. God damn. And it it was brought up actually that can you um can you love somebody if you serially cheat on them? Serially cheat. Yes, if you're a serial cheater, so whatever the word is. If if you and not can just you, can repeatedly. Can, <laughs> it's the same bloody thing. Exactly. <laughs> instead of serial, <laughs> instead of serially. Okay. Serial cheater. Come on. If you repeatedly cheat on a woman, or, or a woman serially. 
Kellogg's man. I don't know. It's repeat that, offender. Yeah. If, if a woman repeatedly cheats on a man, can you love somebody if you just cheat on them all the time? Mm. I hate how these damn stories came out soon after the um, real re, re, re Ferdinand's episode. It didn't come out. It came out ages ago. No, it is a story that came, I think it was 2010 or 2011. And then you just saw pure posts and tweets and uh, all kinds of articles that pop up after the actual um, documentary, which I thought was Did a you? Bit. Yes. All kinds of things came up, man. It was not, I, I think some people are just incessant haters, man. No, I, I never saw the documentary, but you'd think that there's something something fishy man. it's kind of it natural that it would come about because it's like okay yeah this happened to him but you must bear in mind he's this kind of man almost like it was like good for you you deserve it that's almost Which, as if it, that's how it was perceived to me mm. are you sure it's good for you you deserve it or you're saying that you love your wife so much now but when the wife was alive at, and at with the, you at the point you was yeah. cheating on her several times so it, it's because it, he's black I don't think it's because he's black at all. It's because he's black. Yeah, can you well, elaborate? Why? Why? Because he's not the first serial cheater to have lost his wife in, in, a, in a situation like this. And they discuss the most other ones that do I, that as well. I don't know if they do. I think they would. Nah. I think they would. Nah. I don't know. I think I call Simon. Simple Simon there, you know. I think people just love to just dash him because people are black. He's half black, by the way. He's black. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I he, don't think he's got anything the, to do with race. the police jumped into something and saw him, they would say he was black. So I, I don't yeah. think this has got anything to do I with I see free male. I, I think it, it, there is, I think <laughs> there, is a, there is a slight taintedness about it because of his... Of his if I'm going to be honest, I haven't seen anybody discuss it at all in any way, shape or form. You don't have to discuss it. It's, I haven't it's, seen it po- it's kind posted. Of in the air. I haven't seen anybody say it on, on, online. But I haven't seen it on social you, media say it. You, man, are fully murking the question though. Are you, is anyone going to answer the question? I know we, we, we are going to answer the question. Oh, we okay. just skipped it, didn't we? we, we went oh, sorry. The that was Mr. Wolf's fault. Yeah, yeah. yeah you met the question. So, Mr. Can, Wolf? Can, can you love somebody if you cheat on them? <sighs> um, several, several times, not just the once, by Re- the way. Repeatedly. Gaza. Simple Cereal. Simon. Over um, and over I and over again. Simple think Simon, so. I think you can. Simple Simon saying yes. Yes, you can. You can love somebody and still cheat on them. Yes, you can. Several times. Because, yes. Because? Because what's love got to do with cheating? What's love got to do with the bang? Yeah, what's love got to do with that? Uh, um, uh, uh, I don't... No, I'm just trying to remember one of my boys posted that statement in a WhatsApp group and I salute you. Stavros is funny. Oh yeah. Yes. What's up? What to do with it? Stavros is saying that you can love somebody and cheat on them every week with a different person. Yes. With a different whore or rent boy every week. Fuck. Fuck or, hell. or rent boy. Or whore and rent boy. Jesus. Every week. And still okay. and still love that person. Explain then, expand. What about There's the nothing good? to expand. There is something to expand. You're saying that you've taken the Okay, okay so let's we need to define what's love then. Because it, it, I don't understand. I don't think you can define love. There is Let's not go love, down the road love, of trying to define love. Love means so many different things to different people, innit? So that's why you're saying let's kind of leave no, that there. No, I'm not saying that because the world, has, uh, a million poets have tried to describe love in a, and okay. in a million and different ways. So can, many can, different and things. You can can I bend the question? No, don't bend the question. I will Answer it. Don't bend it. I want to bend it, but Stav was talking. Sorry, sorry, we, we cut him off, and he's upset about that. 
Just talk now, man. I've, I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad. Um, so, no, there's no, fact, no, no, there's no definition of love. Yeah, man. Google that stuff. No, well, hang on. I want to hear what you were going to say. Okay, so then, do you think that you could um, serially cheat on a woman or a man and still respect that person? Again, I was. I still don't see. Hang on, respect the person that you're cheating on, or respect yourself, or respect the person that you're cheating with. On. Yeah, of course you can respect them. Well, yeah. there's wow. different. There's different types of respect then. Wow. There's different types of respect. So, where's uh, if you're in love with, uh, you know, the amorous kind of love, then that's that's it. If you love somebody that way, then you love someone. But what kind of respect are you talking about? What what, what, what type of respect there is? High level respect. Low <laughs> tier respect. I think he middle respect. No, no. What 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 I can saying is so, that he's so we saying say respect. Do you mean Friday afternoon respect or Monday morning respect? <laughs> that he, he's saying that you know that your partner would not like what you're doing, but you're doing it anyway. No, I'm ba- saying you can you can respect seventeen point five percent APR respect. <laughs> you can respect somebody's uh, art or their you know a, no, but a, that's a the good kind of respect player. that he's talking about. Well, well, how t- do you respect your partner? Well, in what way do you respect your partner? But trying to make them happy. Is cheating on somebody disrespecting them? That's part of respect, isn't it? Cheating on your partner is disrespect. So then can you respect the person that you're constantly disrespecting? I don't know. Can you love the person? Yeah, I'm, no, I'm, saying, I'm talking about respect now. Too, because okay. you've got, decided that love don't make oh, no, hold on. Which I'll go back to anyway. Webs and you haven't answered the question. I think you can. I think you could potentially love the person. I don't think that that love is a strong love, though. So I think it's a weak ass, pussy ass love. So you can. So, so the answer so, to the question so is yes. 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 I just said that, but I'm giving you what I believe that. Okay. That, that, that's, that love, that's, that's cool. Like, but I could love. I could love the person. Uh, uh, one of my mates. We're talking about being in love with uh, a, a woman or a man that you you're falling in love with. If you're saying that yes, you can yeah, still no. Then it. I don't. I don't no, no, I'm not too sure. Then I don't. I think that you love the idea of that person and you love that person as a person. I don't think you're in love with them if you're cheating on them every week. Okay, that's fine. my personal opinion. All right, Tiger Woods and um, Webs. Who else was there? Can you be in love with somebody Ma- that, you're, that you're cheating on weekly? Magic Johnson. Can you be in love with someone that you're cheating on weekly? You can, you you can, yes, you can. I mean, you, you just, you just. <laughs> the way he's looking, he doesn't, he doesn't, even, he doesn't even look like he's, he looks like he's confusing himself. Exactly. Uh, I think you can. There's so many cases out I, there I where I know I can. I know I can. I know where, I can. Where you've heard celebrities um, cheat on their partners that they apparently love and they're married to, and they have, you know, it's almost made their relationship stronger. But it's, it's all no, but you know what's up. <laughs> Do you notice how it's always... He said it with a straight face as well. Do you notice how it's no, always... No, but do you know why? Because look at Magic Johnson. Bro. No, but do you notice how it's always the first Wait. statement that comes up, Mama? I love my wife. I didn't mean to cheat. It was a moment of weakness, but I must ad- say again, I love my wife. But every week... I didn't have sexual relations. Every week. Come on, man. Now, nah. I, f- I think you love it's the like idea of the person. You fall off the wagon. Nah, I think you love the idea of a person. I think you've got used to that woman and you like the fact that she's a, she's around and she does things for you. I think that you're you're happy for her to be there and all of that malarkey. But I don't, I don't get your logic. I, I, I don't think you're in love with her to the point where I, you're in love with her. So are you compounding sex and, and love? In what capacity? Well, that's what you're effectively doing. No, I'm asking you what capacity. So explain. Are you compounding sex yeah, and love? I'm, you said the two words again. I'm asking you to expand on it. 
Can you explain compounding to the gentleman, please? I'm saying, are you making a direct relationship between sex and love? No. You must be. No, I'm saying... Because you're saying the two things can't exist separately. That's not what I said. I said to you, you can't love somebody if you're if you're if, if you're sexing somebody else. else. Yeah, because so no, because because in no, you're the way that that's what I said to you to expand. Because what you're saying to me is, if you're sexing somebody, does that mean that you love them? That's the way I'm taking it. So I'm, that's what I'm asking you to expand. I'm not saying that if you sex somebody, you're loving them. But I'm saying if you are in love deeply with somebody, you would go out of your way to do the best to not hurt them. And, and that's you, what and I'm if saying. you know that you're gonna be constantly cheating on that person is going to hurt them constantly, you just make sure they don't find out. What do you mean? No, no, come on. That, but, that, that is the solution to what well, you yeah, just but, said. That, okay, if, well, okay. You, if you're talking about not hurting them, that is a, a way of not hurting them. Is, that's a viable solution to what you just them, said. Just mind them logic, you know. <laughs> just, don't, just make sure the bitch don't find out. <laughs> just mind them logic. But then, where does your moral conscience come into play? Because you know you're hurting that person, and you know what you're doing. Hang is on, wrong. hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. You're, you don't know you're hurting that person. You know you're potentially hurting that person. Oh my God. You, because it hasn't happened yet. You're basically, this is minority report. No, if you're going, if you're, if you are cheating, if you are a serial repeat yeah, cheater. I understand all of those words in combination. You are yes. clearly doing it on a weekly basis. And then? You know, if your missus finds out, Correct. it's going to hurt if, her. If, yeah? if, yeah. So you're hiding if the fact that you're cheating so you don't, Hurt your missus. Yeah. So if you know you're hurting her. I am. Oh. If, if. If. International finance. International finance, yes. yes. But you're still hurting head. her. You know you're going to you know Interrupted financially. Her. You know if, if she finds out, you're going to hurt. But you're going to hide it anyway. Impossible Francesco. Impossible Francesco. <laughs> Important Franco. Uh, Franco chicken. <laughs> no, I, International Franco. I, I, I just, Help me out here, I just please. think, I, for me personally, if you know that you're repeating. Cheating one time. Cheating one time, being weak. I I, I think you've made a mistake, right? Mm-hmm. Cheating repeatedly on a weekly basis. You're going that's out like of your way. Your, that's like picking up your gyro and pussy at the same time, right? <laughs> Man picks up his gyro and get puss at the same time weekly. No long thing. Listen, what you're saying is that um, the the, the love thing. I I just. You can love somebody and cheat on them regularly, every week, if so be it. I don't see that the two go hand in hand. What you have to look at it is that for you, it's a disrespect. And for you, you can say you can't love the person if you're doing it. And that's fair enough. That's all good. But what Stavros is saying is that... No, I said you can love them. I said you, you're not deeply in love with that person. No, did you not? When we fleshed out, you said, no, it's not love then. It's a moral compass. You, that's what you said. No, I said... Choose, deeply, choose I, now. I said the, I actually used the words... You're not deeply in love with that person. I said you you love them in a way that you love your friend, and you. We're and talking about in them. love. We're not talking about that. Choose so now you don't have or forever hold your promise. But that is, I'm just telling you what I actually said. Okay. Well, you're not in love with that person then. Yeah, you're not in the deep love now. Okay, but well, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the a more love. That's what I'm talking about. What's that? That's the love that you have for a partner. Yeah. Eros. Carry on. I'm giving, right. I'm giving you face. I don't know. It. But because there's different kinds of love. I, I know, but I'm just like, I don't, I don't, I just, I don't know, man. You're talking about the love that you might have for a friend. And I'm saying, I'm not talking about that love. I'm talking about the love that you have for a partner. When and the you can, moon hits your eye like a bigger pizza pie that's amore. That's the type of love you can have for somebody <laughs> and still be cheating on them regularly. And I'm saying this because they don't go hand in hand. One is not linked to the other. 
if the type of person you're dealing with doesn't see the cheating thing as an issue, because some men don't, they see it as an issue if it happens to them, but they don't see it as an issue if they're doing it to the to the person. Then they don't see that the the they just don't see it as an issue. It's just I know it's gonna hurt them if they find out. I know they don't like it, and I'm, I'm never gonna let them find out. But they're not gonna find out, and that's the end of it. I still love my partner. I want to be with her forever, but I'm cheating. I because, know. Because I know somebody. I know somebody who. <laughs> oh God! Whenever I think about this guy, I gotta go a little bit. He's actually living two lives. <laughs> he's living two you lives. You mean he's Bruce Wayne and Batman? <laughs> <laughs> so he he's um deeply in love with one of his women, and he's deeply in love with the other. And, oh God! And it's it's weird because he's having separate lives here, and I don't know how he juggles the two. Uh, he's got a family with the one, not with the other but obviously the second woman is push, pushing and pressurizing him to um to have a child and does he live with any of them he lives with one of them wow yeah and w- one and or two one does two know about one neither know about each other okay continue you know and i know f- as a matter of fact that this guy is deeply in love with both women i've seen it i see it in his eyes when he talks about them and the fact that he can't leave one for the other he is in a situation that he he says i don't wish anybody to be in my situation but it just needs to combine the mortgage man it can be all right just who, con- who, consolidate who, mortgage to one payment who washes his pant boy because that's one, a, that's that's the one really is both it? of them do both of them wash his he's pant. living two Jesus lives in two Christ. houses <laughs> all right you know what again i think that guy i think the first woman that he was with how long has he been with that woman years or something. I think he has a fear of what would happen if he leaves that woman. I think that's actually what he has, not this deep love. I think he respects her because of he uh, respects the fact that she's his mother's child. Uh, that's the mother, I'm assuming, yeah? Mm-hmm. The mother of his children. Mm-hmm. And he he respects the fact that she's been there for the 15 years. But I think the reason why he's still there is because he's scared of leaving that woman. No. Hang on, hang on. Can you extend your arm, please? I want to see how far you reach. Because what you just said just now was a reach. Bro. Why? Because <laughs> yes, you reach. know what? There's just lily pads all over the place and you're jumping from one to the other. Mr. Con- and they're called, they're, the lily pads have conclusions on them. Like, Why now, I, think people, I, think, I think a lot of the time when people don't break up with people that's been there for a long period of years, it's because of fear. They do not... If you've been with somebody for 15 years, how old is the person? He's, I think he's 40 or 41. Okay, so 15 years. How long would you have been when you got with her? 25? Yeah, around about. Right, so that's a long chunk of your life that you've known this person, been around this person. This person has been intricate in your life. What happens happens when you decide that this person is no longer going to be there? Sorry, it's a big fear. But I can tell you this, just just from my knowledge. Obviously, I'm not there on the inside and sitting on the couch whilst they're having their family time or what have you. But from... The outside looking in, this guy is deeply in love with both women, bruv. Uh-huh. Can you give me an example as to why you know that? I've given you the, the example. No, no, no. Through no. his eyes. No, no, no. no, just, no. just his mannerisms and I can tell. Well, you can tell when a man is Does just... Does he go raw with both? <laughs> what? When you say raw, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Without what, the sushi. cult. Sushi. Sushi. You're going to... I'm talking about them guys. Without the cult. Yeah. I'm talking about ice cold weather. <laughs> uh, one 
Definitely, because he's got children in it. The must, other one, listen. If you're with somebody, uh, the, sec- the second one, if if they've been doing stuff yeah, for X must, amount of time, I, I can't say that I've gone that deep and asked him, "Do you bear back?" That's the first the, question the, I would the ask, the man. One, you know? yeah, Are you bear back in both chicks, bruv? You know, but but no, that's wrong. You can tell when a friend is in love, man. This guy loves both women. So, Harley, you saying it's not feasible or possible to be in love with two two women at the same time? I don't, I don't know, but I think a lot of the time when it becomes an issue where you've been with a partner for a long time, it is it goes from being love is to being fear, fear of of, of 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 the unknown. And Stavros will agree with you highly. There's a, once you're with somebody for a certain a certain amount of time, you you wonder what's it going to be like without this person. So th- that makes sense, and that's fine. But you can't just assume that this is the reason that he he's not left. But Let's move on. That was interesting, though. Indeed. Mm. Uh, so let's stick with the theme of uh, cheating. And uh, <laughs> so, we're, so we're not moving on. We're not, we're not moving on that much. Um, the question is: Is it considered cheating? You can't even look after Harlem on your partner, male or female. Um, if you get somebody else to do something for you that your partner is happy and willing to do. And you keep that from them. If and you keep that from them. So why are you keeping it from if them? You, if you're keeping something from your partner, it's some sort of cheating. It's wrong. What? I don't know about if it's cheating, but it's definitely wrong. Okay. Unless you're doing it for their benefit. If, if you're keeping something from them, a surprise party. Well, no, like no, that's wrong as well. I, I didn't say it's not wrong, but it's not cheating. But if you're keeping something from them because you know they're not going to like what you did, then that is some form of cheating. How so, is cheating? So, so let's let's throw cooking because you're you're, you're lying, isn't it? No, but li- does lying automatically mean that you're cheating that person? That, yeah, it's well, a deception. You're cheating them of the truth. Hold that's on. why I said it's some form. It's some form of cheating. You're cheating. That's why I tell my, my my wife can't keep nothing from me. And people think is is that's like a madness. I say you cannot keep. Anything from me. The minute something goes in your mind that Man said, anything, it became <laughs> such a anything. 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 I call it Hennessy. Anything. Wallahi, anything. The thought shouldn't cross your oh well. The thought can cross your mind. I'm gonna keep this from my husband, but then you better kick that thought down the stairs immediately because you can't stick with it. It must be that there's two options you have. One is that if that thought comes in my mind. I just have to dismiss it and tell them and deal with their consequences because obviously there's a consequence. That's why you don't want to say it. Or two, um, you don't follow through on what it, whatever it was that you feel I'm going to have to keep this from my partner. Just don't follow through and don't do it because clearly there's an issue with doing it in the first place. Mr. Wolf came out with something, but I want to come up with something different. Can I, can I touch on it a bit differently? Can we finish the thing first? No, I'm going to talk about the same question, but he came up with a, a thing. Um, he threw in cooking, but I want to ask you a question regarding this thing. You let's say we all other houses mm. and there is a cupboard that's broken in the house. Yeah? These curveball questions, boy. No, it's the same question. Alright? The cupboard's been broken for six months. Did you break it? No. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well the cupboard's been broken. Yeah? The cupboard's broken. And then um one day you come in the house, you come in, you see your missus, you slap her bum as you do. Squeeze a nipple. Alright, you're in love. And then um <laughs> squeeze her breast and light the jigger. Oh, oh, wh- why not? Why not? And then um you see that the cup is fixed. And you say to her, Babes, 
I'm to the cupboard. I've got Tyrone to do it for me. No. And she <laughs> says, she says to you, oh, I'll fix the cupboard. And you go, you fixed it. And she goes, yeah. And then two months down the line, it's, you see her friend, uh, Justin. Let's call him Justin. Not Tyrone. It should be Tyrone. Okay, Tyrone. I don't know what has to be the Tyrone. <laughs> Call Tyrone. Because Ty- Tyrone is doing a thing with Felicia. And you, and you see him, and he, um, he, he says to you, oh, how's the cupboard going? And you're like, what? Yeah, I came to your house two months ago and fixed the cupboard for you. Didn't, didn't um, your missus tell you? You realise it's not the same question, isn't it? And that's it is, because he said, that, he said well, that. One is that they're hiding it from you, and two is that they lied to you. Yeah, but they have lied to you. Hiding, yeah. yeah. No, you said what did you, you said that they they what did they, what was the thing that you said? This is why you should answer the original question yes. before but you I am answering the original question. No, 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 you're throwing a curveball first. It's a curveball. In what capacity? But I think I just done told you the difference. No, I'm asking curved. Mr. Wolf. What did you say at the end of the question? I said, and they keep it from you, and I think that's where you're exactly going with this. That's a, there's a difference between keeping something from somebody. Yeah, you're the one I was talking about cheating a minute ago. Yes, but there is a difference between keeping something from somebody and outright blatant lying to their face. Yes, <laughs> no. Yes. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying it's the same if you go. All right, you, you, you. Too Franco. All right, you and your your wife have decided we're gonna go vegetarian, and then you go out and you cheat and eat some sort of meat. Yes. Yeah, and you don't and you don't tell them. Yes. All right. Yeah. That's that's one thing. Why well, yeah? do it? All right. But you could say that's that. Well, I lied to her. You know, six months ago when we decided we we're gonna go vegetarian. But you, but you hide it from her that you, you've eaten some meat or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's that's hiding something. The the difference is when the, another example where you're lying to somebody is saying I'm not going to eat any meat today after you just had it meat. You, do, you just lie to your partner's face. Okay, so you're saying no, you, you, right. said, you said I'm not going to eat any meat today. You've already eaten it. Yes, today is a full 24 hours. Yeah, yeah. But you've already eaten, eaten it. Yeah, that means you haven't eaten that meat today. Then, no, you? you said I'm not going to. Going to is an action going forward in present. Yeah, future tense. So if you said I'm going to eat <laughs> meat, that, no, 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 I'm not going to eat meat today. Of course you're not going to. I just ate it. It's still a deception. Though. Okay. Fine. I'm glad that he did that to you because that's basically what the same thing you people are doing to me right now. Web slinger. No, it's a completely different thing. But I get you. Fine. Okay, do you answer your normal question, but then I want you to answer mine again after. Why don't you answer the other question as well? Okay, so what is the question? Oh my god! Are you asking me if it's wrong? <laughs> Even I can't remember the question. Are you asking yeah, me if it's wrong? Yeah, is, it, is it wrong for, to get somebody else to do something that your partner is happy to do? Basically, no, I don't, I don't, I don't understand why it's wrong. Okay, it's partially wrong. If the, <laughs> it's, it's only, it's only wrong, it's only wrong if the if the partner, if you know I'm, the partner, I'm so tonight. Now, <laughs> it's only wrong. I'm, I'm having too much it's fun. only wrong if the partner themselves would be upset that you're getting them to do, getting somebody else to do it, and you know that. If they don't, if you don't think they're gonna be upset about it, then I don't see the, the issue with it. Your answer just confused huh? me. Why, why, is it, why is it confused you? Bruh. If, okay, this is what the question is, yeah? You're saying, is it wrong to get somebody to do some, a job that your partner could, was happy to do for you, yeah? Yeah. I'm saying, if it's not going to bother the partner mm. choose to get somebody else to do it, there's nothing wrong with that. If you know it's going to bother the person that you got somebody else to do it, then there's something wrong with that. We're talking about someone from the opposite sex as well. And I think it's almost... I don't it, think it makes a I difference. Think 
Yeah, but that's yeah, but that's the point, isn't it? So my thing is, is that your missus now is um getting another guy, maybe to come and fix the cupboard that you broke. Do you understand? And this guy comes to fix the cupboard when you could have done it, and you even said that you was going to do it. Do you understand what I'm saying? So that's where the question is. Yeah, again, if I if I said I was gonna do something. And is this what I'm saying? If I said I was going to do it, and you're happy to do it, no. If I said I was going, I might not even have to be happy. But if I said I'm going to do something, I like my DIY. And then she went I'm to go and get somebody it. else to do it without consulting with me. I'll be annoyed. I'll be angry. The only time that I would maybe hold my mouth a little bit if it's something that's hers. Does that make sense? Okay. If I broke her thing, and I'm not fixing it in a good enough time, and she gets somebody to fix her stuff, then mm-hmm. I can't really. You know what I mean? I'll be like, I'll be vexed. No, but, no, it's, but it's, it's there's, no, there's no hers. Do you mean like a gynecologist? <laughs> no hang, hang on one second. There was a time component to this question, wasn't there? You said that there was a certain amount of time that elapsed after you said that you would do it. And mm. then the there was there was no time. Oh, it was you it was that, me said that said it. the time. You said, see, confuse up the Mr. Curveball. The reason why I asked that question is because I think time has a lot to do with um, when it becomes a problem and not. No. So for example, if your woman says to you, on Monday, yeah, we need to have this, uh, well, you said cupboard, we need to have X, Y, Z done. And you say, yeah, okay, I'll do it. And she says, oh, yeah, if you can do it by Wednesday, it'd be great. If we get to Tuesday night and it hasn't been done, oh man, I messed this one up. If we get to Tuesday night and it hasn't been done and then Wednesday comes and she's asked somebody else to do it, I don't know if you can be mad because she gave you the timeline. She's no, you no she can get kicked down the stairs. That's what she can get. <laughs> you told you, you never listen. I've told my wife this year because our shower was broken and it's been broken for about six months. <laughs> <laughs> no one can even bath in the house. And, and fortunately, we got a bath shower as well, so we got shower and bath shower. So you know we're using the other, but nobody is allowed to touch that thing once I've said I'm going to deal with it. If she ever got somebody to 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 come and fix that. Because granted, she can complain and she can say, you're taking too long. You said you're going to do this and we've been without a shower for a whole half a year or however long it's been. Yeah. I cannot argue with you. I, I understand you're well within your rights to be vexing me. But it's if, abuse. But if you <laughs> if you get somebody, <laughs> if you get somebody else to where it could even be a woman. So it doesn't even have to be an opposite sex. You have offended the temple of me. And I'm going to kick you down the stairs. Can I hang on, hang on. If she, sorry, if she then fixes it herself, is that still the problem? She gets so no. fed. She gets so fed up of waiting for you to well, do it that she just goes along and does it herself. Um, maybe to step, but not to me. Yeah, but, Why? but less of an issue. Because... To be honest, because you're, you're giving me that ex- example, and I can't. The, I'm I'm flipping it to a real example, which is uh, the bin. I feel the bin is to take it out is a man's job. Don't say that on the podcast. It's a man's job to take Delete it off the podcast. <laughs> me, and this, me and this woman have this argument every week. It's a man's job to take out the bin. Um, I'm not disagreeing with you, but I just want to know why. What's the pathology behind that? I don't idea? know, man. It's stinky, that's why. It's, it's an unwritten rule. It's, dis- it's dirty, so the man has to do it's dirty jobs. I want to hear what Webs has got to say. Go yeah, on, Webs. On the original question, not... The curveball one. I don't even know what the original question is anymore because of Wahala's. No, come on. You said it several times. Don't blame me. It is you. Sorry, brother. Do you want me to repeat the question? 
No, because I did have a problem with the question, but now I kind of understand it. Okay. Um, But can I ask the question again? Are you going to throw a curveball as well? No, I'm not going to throw a curveball. I just wanted to clarify something. Go ahead. Because you said, is it all right or is it deemed cheating if you get someone else to do something your partner would is willing to do? Yes. I didn't get that originally. I just thought it would be, it sounds better if, is it deemed cheating if you get someone else to do something your partner wouldn't do? Okay, you flipped the okay. question in your head. I flipped the question in my head, but it's cool. So, to your original question, it's not really a big deal. Okay, the reason why earlier I, I just, just kind of threw cooking in there, because um, I had someone at work who, uh, we won't name names for obvious reasons, oh. But anyway, he had somebody, well, we had a female at work um, cook for us. And and this was some time ago. It was a long time ago. Long, long, long time. Long time ago. So this lady came and brought this guy some food. And uh, he openly said that uh, if my missus knew that this woman had taken her time out to cook me food, that she would be vexed. Is it just him or all of you? She brought the food in for him, and there was enough for me. <laughs> but would it be any different if your sister had brought you in food? Of course, it would be a difference because we're talking about, I mean, there's sibling love, and then there's a woman who may take the fancy of your man. And food is a yeah, but that deal. hasn't been stated though, it hasn't, but uh, from from where I was looking, she <laughs> was being a bit flirtatious with the, with the gentleman and she brought in some food. Um, she always brings in food for herself or she did when we were at that group. And she, um, the guy said, why don't you bring me some? And she said, no problem. That I'm sounds greasy. That sounds greasy. So, so, so um, she brought him food and if his missus found out, he said that she would be upset. Do you think that him constantly accepting that food is a form of cheating so it was no. more than once more than once yeah oh my I don't, god i don't think that's cheating i don't I, I wouldn't look at it as cheating i wouldn't call it cheating but i would say because he knows that his wife would have a problem with it it's a little bit shagged it's wrong one it's a little bit shagged that is, the, but, is it a wrong one but it, the question it, i want to ask wrong. is it wrong one? and maybe maybe i need to ask a woman at some point what is it with women and food like why is it such a like women, because they see it as their job, and hair it just seem to be the beef subjects you cannot get into with let, a woman. What me, is it about food? Let me explain something to you. You don't have to ask a woman. Ask Wahala, <laughs> right? as he says with his. Let's go to the Ask Wahala corner. Nah, man, because food is an important thing. Like, there's certain things you need in life to live, and one of the most important ones is food and head. <laughs> 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 yes, but um, food is the most important thing for you to have, right? Okay. So the supplier of food is a important person, is it not? Yes, not necessarily. It is no. It is the supplier of food is an important person. So a constant food, not just the one off that you get every so so. I'm talking about constant supplier of food is an. There are some person. people that don't cook at all; they just eat out all the time. Yeah, and th- that person is important to them. That's but in our culture, but in our culture, we. Don't do that often. We we have home food. We have no, but what soul I'm to, food. I'm, no, I'm talking about the beef thing. Like for example, if a woman cooks for you, 
and she does it as a surprise, even if you're like you're really grateful, but you've already eaten, so you really cannot eat what what she's given you, and you're prepared to eat it tomorrow or what have you. Mm. She's vexed yeah, because she's taken the time out to prepare something for you. If, yeah, but if, if she a- her- if she asks you if you want something to eat and you say no, thank you, she's vexed. Yeah, so she hasn't cooked it yet. Yeah, but she wants you to eat from her hand. And I'm trying to find out why is it so important. It's so they can eat half of your food from your plate. <laughs> <laughs> so I've cooked you this food and I'm going to eat half of it anyway. I'm going to ask this question on social media. I think we need to get... Well, next time we have a woman on the podcast, we ask her that I'm question. I'm going to bang it out on but tweet on Twitter. And, uh, I want to I, I wanna ask Stab a question from his shower incident, yeah? If you try to fix the shower... Yes. And then come to the conclusion that you're <laughs> that not you... good enough to fix that shower. Shame. And then you go and get Shame, somebody else. Bitch. <laughs> and then you go and get somebody else, yeah? Yeah. To fix that shower. Mm. After the six, seven months that you've taken, almost yeah. a pregnancy, yes. right? <laughs> Does she have the right to be upset with you yes. because you went and got an external no, no, somebody no. to go be, and get She can be upset I took so long. But she can't be upset that you did the thing that you said that she can't do. Even though she was right to go and get somebody, she would have been right to go and get somebody else to do it. She would have been right. What? If but you can't fix it. It's, that's not the reason. No, no, no. It's not about whether you can or can't do something. So this is a pure ego thing. Life is ego, fam. So if she asked you, does she have to ask your permission <laughs> now? Gotta get that out the is, t-shirt. That is a t-shirt. I was about to say, that <laughs> that's is a t-shirt. t-shirt. For real. Life is ego, fam. If you had seen the light bulb that just came up and simple Simon said, it was like, oh my God. Yes. You know what's the intro already now, isn't it? <laughs> but anyway, so... Um, if, so you basically you're just saying that she, she, she even if she asks you you will tell her no even if you because even, listen I'll, listen let me break it down if a man asks his woman not to do uh, not to in, interfere with the man I'm putting in in, in hyphens with the man's job and she gets another man to do it it's wrong or she gets somebody else to do it it's wrong same thing vice versa if the woman asks the man not to interfere with her uh, womanly duties because she she's got it in hand and he goes and gets someone else to do it, especially if it's another woman, it's wrong. People have, listen, we've said it before, I'll say it again. People have roles and and positions in their relationships. And the minute you start intruding and overlapping on those roles and uh, situations and concerns in relationships, that's where the problems start. Allow the woman to do what she needs to do or wants to do and allow the man to do what he should do and what he wants to do. If he's taking too long, nag him, moan him, be upset with him, that's fine and vice versa. But you don't step on his shoes and man, you don't step on her shoes because that's where the problems start. So she can tell me, I'm going to cook you a certain certain food. So my wife's gone in, I might say I want a Nigerian dish and she's like, I'm going to cook it for you. And she's taking too long. I don't then go and get another woman to cook Dreams me. Uh, uh, get, an, get me another. Uh, I don't then get a Nigerian uh, woman to go and cook me the dish. That's a disrespect. And it's the same if I'm saying... That's I'm gonna, common sense. It's the same if I'm saying I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fix a shower and then she gets another man to fix it. She goes and gets... Uh, the, even if it's the neighbour, that's just a friend. Dylan, Dylan. It's the same disrespect. Dylan. You, you, you understand the, 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 the food it's, one, don't it's you? It's hot fire, man. What, if, um... You understand the food example I just gave? Yeah, kind of, kind of. So but then, then it's I, the same... Uh, but I'm... Nah, if it's six months after... If it's six months... And I still ain't had that food. I'll go to a Nigerian restaurant and I'll eat that food. No, no, can, no, no. Nobody said a, a restaurant. 
Another person. I'll go to my mum's and eat that food. Can I interject very quickly? Yeah, mums don't count. I'll go to my sister and eat that food. Family doesn't count, fam. I'll go why, to why one does of my family cousins. not count? <laughs> no, why does no, family no. not count? No. I'll go to an Nigerian friend. Because his sister and his mum were cooking for him before she ever got there. Yes. Okay, so let's say I'll go so to So if your dad came to fix the shower, is that still wrong? Yeah, oh, that's a good question. Ooh, so if, no. she, if she called your dad. Well, why is it? Why is it if, why she, is if she called my dad. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, if she called my dad, it's, it's wrong. It's a beef thing. Yeah. You should have seen his face. That looked like a beef thing. Face. No, if, if, at the beginning, he was like, no, no. Yeah. No, if for my dad to fix it is not an issue. For, yeah. her to, for her to go behind my back and call my dad is an issue. Okay, dad, the fact, the fact dad I, comes the, to the The, the fact apartment. I have to include behind my back, it, it lets you Fair know enough. it's the issue. So, so, so dad comes to the apartment um, at some stage and this topic comes up. Oh my God, the shower's not working. No, my husband won't, won't, yeah, won't, yeah, yeah, won't yeah, do yeah. it. And then... Oh, what she said that? Yeah, it's just a conversation that okay, comes okay. up and your All dad right. just happens to be there. One day your dad just turns up and fix it. And then you come home and then you see that it's fixed. Then what? What can I do? Innit? Would you have a beef with your dad? <laughs> yeah. After you said to your dad I, that you was gonna fix it, I would. I would, t- I, I, I would tell my dad that. Um, Don't le- touch let me fix. My yeah, let me let me fix my things in my house. Wow. If I've told my wife I'm gonna do it, then let me do it. Not in a beef thing, but but, yeah, I but think, that should be a beef thing. I, I think that I, would I, be a beef thing. Think, no, no, my dad would understand after I've explained that to him that okay, it, for for whatever reason, this is, my son feels the ways about this. Yeah, okay. and and I think my dad would respect me enough to say <laughs> I, I wouldn't. I would. Yeah, but the top the, the, the topic <laughs> you would get spun into the face, man. No, but the thing is, the topic would arise. Uh-uh. Why has Stavros taken so long to fix it? Span it to the face. Span it to the face straight away. Right? <laughs> all right, all right. Span it to the face. You know? right, tell Would you feel a way for the fact that your dad has come and done it? Would it make you realise that you really did procrastinate and you're a long thing? I've just answered, no, I know I'm a long thing from beforehand. That, nobody needs to tell me that. I know I'm long. Please know that this is not a scenario that could not happen. My dad could easily come and do this. Think <laughs> <laughs> about it. Just turn up with his tools one and day. S- and spanner him. <laughs> All right, end of, ladies and gents. Uh, it is nice to have you, and it was nice to have you, and it will be nice to have you next week. Uh, before that, us guys are gonna say our goodbyes and church notes. So uh, go around. Whoever wants to speak first, speak on it. Yo, catch me on Twitter at Big Wahala. Catch me on Insta at Big Wahala. See you next week. Who's next? Simple Simon, uh, Twitter, Simple Simon FB. Um, that is where I reside. That is where I'm living. Yes. It's your podcaster's favorite podcast, ESN. I'm just saying. Um, there's two of us that need to say a few things. So, Webs, what are you going to say? So, yeah, Twitter, yeah. Web Slinger, DJ. That's me. What's my boy saying? Uh, yeah, Samuel, the actor. Um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the actor in it. Push. I'm scared, you know. The man is talking to himself and turning his head like he's talking to the invisible person next to him. No, he that's del- the actor. He needs, in deliverance. Him. he needs deliverance. No, it's disassociative identity disorder. <laughs> Who did we say got that? Huh? Who did we say has that? What dissociative and uh, um, identity yeah. disorder? I think transgender people have it. That's it. We were and speaking. Be- we were speaking before the podcast, and that's what came up. Anyway, this is Mr. Wolf. Um, it's Yemi online on Twitter. And Yemi's Insta. Oh my God, you remember yes. this? Because he just looked at his phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly what he did. The old bastard. <laughs> and Facebook. Alzheimer's is a terrible thing. You bastard. What did you say about Facebook? Oh, you can catch me on Facebook. 
All right. Um, if you want to get in contact with uh, ESN Podcast, then find us at ESN Podcast everywhere except for Facebook, which is e- facebook.com slash ESN Podcast with an S. You can also email us any questions you may have to uh, ESN Podcast at gmail.com. Mm. All right. I'm Stavros Boss. You catch me everywhere. And we are out. They just want to ride the Nani. Drive all the man down crazy. Remember people who make the same Just like this woman, yeah. When did he suck it out of the breast breast? And they're, 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 they're